Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Now sit back because it's time for the podcast. Welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. Uh, I'm joined by Rue Madge. How are you? Good. How are you doing? We just had Snowy Danger on. We did. How do you think that one went? I enjoyed it. Yeah? Hmm. I mean, I'd, I don't know if he'll remember it. No. But he can hear, he can listen to it. It led it down to a good seven or eight minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Uh, we are delighted to be joined by BBC Radio One's... Oh. Clara Ampho, how are you? Hello, I'm really well, thanks. Dabala, what? <laughs> See, I'm really pleased with myself that I've given you that title. Dabala, what? Yeah. It's good. Dabala, what? Yeah. yeah. Like Shall we give people the reference? Yeah, go, go for it. Okay, so um, there is this tune uh, that the Rough Riders yeah. uh, have done. Well, did ages ago, yeah. and it's an interlude in an Eve song, yeah. and then yeah, Jada Kiss is like goes aged for the ghost, <laughs> double R what? So that's my name now. Yeah, double R. Right, you like it? Both got nicknames. Yeah, yeah. What was the Eve? That's really gonna annoy me now. How old is Eve? Oh, gosh. No, no, I'm trying to think what the Eve tune was. Oh, uh, what the Eve tune was, the, right? There was a video, then, <laughs> then Jake just turns up that. and does, does that little bit. Um, doesn't Eve live in Beckenham now or some shit? She's married to this guy, Max. Um, so, name just dropped from the sky. Me and Eve got the same management. How about that? Right. And uh, she's married to this guy, Max, who runs that Gumball 3000 oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, rally. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. she's just always, like, riding around... You know, the world in like fabulous cars and just being Eve and like rapping sometimes when she feels like it. Because like Martin, uh, Martin Too Smooth, who was our DJ on Hip Hop Save My Life. Love that's a friend of mine. Oh, really? He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. So he came and did our live show. And uh, he DJs for Eve. Yeah, that's our tour DJ. So everywhere Eve goes, Martin goes. So he's living like premium plus one life. Oh, mate, I didn't love that life with that, did he? No, well, he talked to me about it almost exclusively. <laughs> That's all he goes on about. He says to him, how's I mean, it going? Yeah, still, still he's tour DJ, Ron. So oh, I swear I wasn't asking you about that. He's going to be back, isn't he, hopefully? Yeah. We're going to do another. We're doing another Hip Hop Save My Life. Clara, you're welcome to join us. Okay. When are we doing it? I can't remember. 27th of September. 27th of September mm. at the Moth Club. Yeah. Oh, I love the Moth Club. I've DJed there before. Have you? It's a nice little spot. That's where Rupert's wedding was. Really? Yeah. I do gigs there. Oh, yeah. Fab. We had the reception there. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. wicked. Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, Clara was so disappointed <laughs> at <laughs> Rue Madge's whiteness. Oh, yeah. You? I mean, she with said, a name what did like you say? Sadly. I thought you were going to be some, you know, some sadly, Desi Prince. Sadly. Try coming out to a room of 250 people. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. You've got to be the, the, only, you're the only guy that had to come out as a white male uh, yeah. in the history of entertainment. It's like back was Rachel Dolezal, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just, just yeah, guys, I'm white. 
No, oh dear. Blackness is a state of mind, you know. As you know. <laughs> Can we, we? Let's let's not. <laughs> let's not. <laughs> Can we announce our guest? Yes, We've let's announce our guest. You no, you do it. I want you to do it. Rodney P. Oh, sick. Yes, yeah. mate. Mm. Rodney oh, yes. P is our guest on Hip Hop Save My Life. Okay, okay. Yes, UK hip hop forefather. We like it. Yes, good. All yeah. right. He used to have a show one extra, actually, him and Skits. Yeah, yeah, sure. that's right. Yeah, Years ago, yeah. <laughs> um, I saw him at the Ocean Wisdom gig recently. Yeah. And I was with my brother. And my brother loves Rodney P, loves London Posse. And then Rodney said, Hey, Romesh, and my brother nearly got a hard on. He could not believe <laughs> that Rodney P even knew who I was. It was so Great. good. It's the only time my brother's ever like looked up to me. Anyway, sorry, it's not about this. It's all right, man. Clara, thank yes. you for coming onto the podcast, man. Pleasure. You are uh, a massive hip-hop fan. I do love me some hip-hop. Yeah, and also, the other thing I would say about you that is not true about Rumage and myself is that you... Well, I don't know if it is not true or not. I'm certainly not true about Rumage. But um, you aggressively listen to the news... Like, you keep your finger on the pulse, don't I you? try to. And is that because of your job or is that because you you just want to? It's a bit of both, to be honest. Like, the thing is, my show on Radio 1, which you can listen to Monday to Thursday, yeah. 10 to 1 o'clock, um, is a playlist of show. Right. So it, the music, the Radio 1 music playlist team choose what we play. I get two free plays right. per show. So I okay. savour those free plays <laughs> to, you know, to play what I like. And don't get me wrong, I am a massive fan of, like, great pop music. Yeah. Not mad at it. Great R&B, great house, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I... I just, I just love hip hop. It's just, it's that's as corny as it sounds. It's, it's the music of my heart, man. Like I just, I just love it. Wicked. But there, yeah. But there's a lot of hip, new hip hop that I don't really care for, and there's a lot that I, well, you know, there's a handful that I love, right? And there's a lot that I don't care for. But I think yeah. that's always been the case. Um, and your two free plays, um, do you, are you? Is it literally you play what you want? In theory, yeah. So I mean, look that. Record, oh God, this is really boring. But like, record day was always be like, okay, check this person out, whatever. Yeah. And if I'm feeling it, then yeah, I'm gonna play it. But then right. sometimes, you know, I, I might be like, can I just have a cheeky SoundCloud rip, please, please, yeah, please. Yeah. The thing is, at the moment, like, if you look at the charts and like what's staying, like Drake is getting number ones that last for like you know 15 weeks. Yeah. And you know, like obviously, like everyone loves like ASAP Rocky, ASAP Mob, their whole kind of crew like influenced the chart. Chance the rappers doing really well. You're seeing all these people sort of infiltrate the top 40. Yeah. Because that. Is what quote unquote kids need to say quote unquote. That is what I the, like it. That's what the proverbial kids are listening to. Yeah, I quote unquote love what you're saying right now. Thanks. Keep going. Thanks. <laughs> but that is what you know the kids are listening to. And at the moment, for me personally, the thing is, I actually really like a lot of rock music. I genuinely really do. Mm-hmm. But the most dynamic and exciting music getting made the world over is by young black kids or yeah. kids that just appreciate black music, which happens to be hip hop and R and B. It's just what it is. Um, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because, like, hip-hop is... Pop uh, music now. Yes. Mm. And it's, like, the best-selling music in the world. Mm. But, for whatever reason, it still needs to be in context for some reason for people to accept it. And they won't, in the same way as, like, you know, there could be a song that's less popular than a hip-hop song and is more acceptable to hear in a shop than a hip-hop track because... I don't know. You know, like, because people have this connotation with it. Like, do you know what I mean? This ongoing... I don't want to say it's necessarily racial, but... Oh, yeah, but it is. But it is, yeah. <laughs> like, but the truth is, is like, I, I remember, like, I used to... When I was, like, younger, I worked in uh, Sunglass Hut, right? South Terminal. Oh, yes, yeah, so I remember this. We had that. You had your mate on, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, that's Yes, it. Friction, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, big up Friction. <laughs> yes, Ed. I saw him last night, actually. Oh. He's in, uh, his album's about to come out. 
I'll be checking that out. So anyway, um, so um, we, I used to put on, they used to go to me, they say to me, I had the same thing. I had free plays in Sunglass Hut, right? How many? As many as I wanted. So then I used to put together little hip hop like compilations. And then they said to me, people don't want to hear this. Like, they said to me, customers get threatened by it or whatever. I mean, I wasn't putting on, like, fucking NWA or anything like that. But, like, they were, like, getting threatened by it or whatever. So I got told to stop playing it. And, like, then, hip-hop was big, but it wasn't as big as it is now. So I sort of get it. Maybe you'd go, this is a, a slightly niche art form, I guess, in the UK, right? Now... There's no, you can't get away with that argument, man. Do you know what I mean? Well, this is the thing, and, and hip hop as a culture has permeated so much of society. You know, from those ridiculous, corny adverts that Miller Rice have done with like the, the rapping bears, which I, <laughs> can, which I cannot deal I with. Yeah. You know, to uh, there was a car advert and it used um, it used uh, hip hop by um, oh god, I've gone blank. Then and Dead Press yeah. used that in it. You know, to oh, yeah. Buster Rhymes is now I think I, I remember about three or four years ago I saw an advert with him like rapping, selling one. Kind on a Toyota car he with didn't, a family. Didn't, didn't he do an advert, Buster Rhymes, where he was in going into a hotel or something? I think it might be Mastercard or some shit like that. He goes into a hotel, there's all these fans outside, and he doesn't know that they're looking through the window behind him, and then he takes off his clothes, he's completely naked. And then he like bends over and everyone goes, ah, like Buster Rhymes did the advert. Have you I'll drawn be, this? I, no. I have no clue about this, but I'll be I ho- I it. really fucking hope to God I haven't just imagined that some sort of like well, fantasy Buster Rhymes scenario. But yeah, I it's, know. Yeah, it's just it's seeped in in every facet, and it like hip hop is the is popular culture. You just you can't deny that. Here's a little bit that you like to call. How did you get into hip hop? So listen, how did you first get into hip hop? I first got into hip hop uh, via cable TV. Um, all the channels that you can imagine. Like, I, uh, you know, a friend of mine, Sharma, said this, and I totally agree. She said, the day that my parents got MTV, it changed my life. It was like the best day of my MTV life. MTV changed my life. Like, uh, pretty much, <laughs> as well as it, well, yeah, as yeah. well as it, just because, you know, we were just given access to to all this entertainment that just uh, by people that look like us. Because yeah. I grew up in Kingston, right? So my dad's from, my parents are from Ghana. My dad's no longer with us. Big up Manny. Um, but when they first came over here, they moved. They lived in Elton. Then my yeah. dad was like, No, 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 no. Because like, imagine Elton in 1969, <laughs> yeah. young young black man coming over here from Ghana. Not really the best time. Yeah. I mean, look look at what happened to Elton in 1993. Like yeah. put it that way. So he was like, Okay, we're going to the burbs. So he we grew up in Kingston and there weren't many other like black and brown families around no. so imagine did you ever go to what was the record shop in Kingston Beggar's Banquet Beggar's Banquet yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I went there, went yeah, there. Yeah. good few times yeah. good few times actually but, yeah, I bought quite a few tunes from there Kingston had like a cute little like hip hop loving community actually at the yeah. time yeah re- they really really did um, but yeah getting uh, cable TV was like the best thing because all I'd watch all day was like MTV MTV Base BET Nickelodeon like all of those channels and they all had either one kind of hip-hop entertainment show on constant videos or a sitcom that just had hip-hop as the background. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. do you remember that TV show called Moesha? Yes, yeah. I was obsessed with Moesha because I wanted to be Brandy. It's why I started braiding my hair when I used to. <laughs> um, but also on one episode, um, Tribe were on an yeah, episode yeah, yeah. Um, and like you, I heard Stressed Out on the TV and I was like, this is sick. Don't stress that because it's not in your bloodstream, your whole being comes from greatness. Who remember? Chase Long got you caught in the storms of December and brothers on the block back in nines like September. Change the situation, Chef is all slender. Yo, I be on the avenue where they be acting brand new. I'm flooding on these Reebok joints for shorty 
Woo. All of a sudden, I saw these two kids fronting, talking out their joints, but they wasn't saying nothing. And I just loved it. And then like, I have got older brothers who just really took off as well. So yeah, through them, I just became a fan and like kind of took it all in. Didn't Moesha have somebody from Onyx in as well? Yeah, yeah, Fred Rose Star. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fred Rose Star. That's he, fucking mad, isn't it? Yeah. Like if you'd listen to like Being Back the Fuck Up and then you and then you <laughs> go, oh, one of those guys is going to be in a sitcom with Brandy. Playing her love interest. <laughs> yeah, because he played Q, that was it. He was the bad boy from the wrong side of the tracks so yeah, that her dad yeah. didn't want her to date. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And did you ever used to watch your MTV raps? I did a little bit because I think it was just I think it was You're just after younger, my right? time yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I'm obviously I'm very aware of it and they've brought it back now haven't they have they yeah, yeah they have with Ed OG I don't know what's his name Ed Lover Ed Lover and Dr, Dr. Dre. Dre yeah no, no they're no, not involved no, it's, no, like, it's like a sort of like a UK <laughs> niche they're in a sort of version. home now I think <laughs> for retired hip hop elders <laughs> yeah, MTV how craps. sick would that be though actually that would be amazing <laughs> yeah MTV yeah, crap very good <laughs> you love smashing out a pun dude it's good yeah. I, like I love a good pun yeah Rummish can't do them I can't do puns. Can you not? No, it's just not in my out. it's not in my locker. We okay. Did, we did it. We tried to do it just now. We we're trying to think of names for you might be able to help us out here. Go you know, on. Did you know that you know Rick Ross has got a chicken shop? I've heard this. Yes. We're yeah. trying to guess what it was. We're called. trying to figure out Rick Ross related chicken shop names. Um, if you can oh think gosh. Of, if you can think of one, you've already. Rotisserie Ricks. Holy shit! So good. Rotisserie. Yeah. Yes, rotisserie. There we go. Okay, you both collaborated there. <laughs> Pressure's on, mate. Uh, by the end no, of this. Uh... Okay, by the end of it. <laughs> Just right. keep it whirring in the back end. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, um, what were the first artists that you remember being into? Oh, gosh. Yeah, Tribe, I loved. Missy Elliott, obsessed with. Fuji's. Lauren Hill. Oh, goodness me, Cypress Hill. Because I used to work in a, in, like a, in a skate and surf shop in Kingston called Legends. And uh, all the kind of the big boys, the older boys, worked at the shop. I was like their little sister. And they were listening to all that kind of stuff. So, uh, Tribe. Like, do you remember that show? You remember that film called Kids by Larry Clark? Yes. Like yeah. the skater kids in New York. Yeah, yeah. That, was like, that was like what my crew of boys were like. Really? <laughs> yeah, but... Maybe, well, yeah, arguably it's badly behaved, but um, but they were listening to yeah, it was just it was Tribe all day and Cypress Hill, and so they got to play like they got free plays in the shop, yeah. and I remember um, yeah they play like Midnight Marauders and like Low End Theory, and or they or they put the anthology on like because it was just easy to add all the hits on, yeah, yeah. and I specifically remember my mate Andy White um, just singing I left my wallet in Elsa kind of like at me yeah. <laughs> like in the shop, and I just I just became really into them. I always wondered about that song because if I'd left my wallet in El Segundo I would just phone up and get the cards cancelled it feels like such a yeah, but that came out in what '92. That song. Yeah. So could you not cancel your cards in '92? Well, I don't know. Well, maybe probably not as easy as you could as you could today. I guess it's more difficult to write a hot verse about. You know, I found up the bank and oh my god, yeah. I'm not going to try and do it. No, but I get I get where you're going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Have you seen that documentary about them on? Uh, Oh, Netflix. so good. Yeah. I started, it's, they like properly fell out, didn't they? Yeah, they really fell out. Yeah. And all the stuff with like Fife and his wife and his illness. Yeah. Like, it's really like, yeah, because Michael Rappaport, um, oh, he produced he? and directed it, that, that actor. Mm. I um, sort of love, because the, the Tribe Called Quest, Q-Tip and Fife, you could just never have put them together. Do you know what I mean? It's like outcasts are like that. And mm. 
chucked in flavour flavour like that. You just sort of go, how the fuck did these two end up doing things together? Do you know what I mean? It's so mad. What did you think of Q-Tip solo stuff? I, do you know it's funny actually because I was listening to that in the car on the way here, just reminding yeah. myself of the tunes that I really loved. And I, I was genuinely like a really big fan because I guess that was him like stretching his. I mean, he always has sampled people. Yeah. But for me, those, those were what I'd say were his grown and sexy records. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like the type of music you'd listen to, like with someone you're trying to sleep with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some of that you probably currently see for with. Yeah. You know, like I, I genuinely like really, really like them. I remember initially being upset when I first heard Vibrancy. Of course you were. Special girl, real good girl. Biggest thing in my itty bitty world. Caught her up and she made me feel right. Wish the bliss could never take flight. Sitting back with this mic in my hand. Spitting hot shit, trying to see grand. Imprinted on my mind every minute. Make my plans and you always in it, y'all. Yeah. Uh. That was everyone's reaction, right? Mm. Well, no, no, it was every video. man's reaction that, Is that I right? know. Okay, that fine, I know fine. Because he absolutely knew that was a tune, like for the for women. Right, like, right. Knew. Is that it? Is that, I, I've not yeah. heard this argument. Before. Anytime I go to a, anytime I go to a party and someone plays it, all well, the girls just like yeah, <laughs> like you know, thinking you are a, a, a video vixen of, yeah, yeah. Of, of, of back in the day. Right. But no, he, he knew what he was doing with that tune. Okay, yeah. so it's just I just didn't appreciate it because I'm a dude. I think so. I mean, yeah, if we're being very general. Yeah. yeah. No, we can be. We can afford to be. And Rupert and I are sort of stereotypical. Cisgendered men. hetero men. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. And you're not. Exclusive. Would you say that you're woke? Yeah. <laughs> oh, woke. What, what a phrase. What a term. What a word. Rack your brains. Give it some thought. What was the first hip-hop album you bought? Do you remember what your first hip-hop album was? Is it Tribe? You know, I've been trying to remember because I think... I came of age and, and I came of age like loving hip hop at a time where I wasn't just able to afford to, like, to buy whole albums right. and if I did it was easy for me to get like a, a greatest hits or like a collection and then work backwards That I think felt that's... like a safer option didn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like, you just sort of think well I'm not going to end up buying an album that's got one good track on it and then yeah. everything else is shit yeah. Well this is it but then I'd hone in on like, who I really liked and I'd buy their albums backwards right. um, I think but Missy though I was, I was consistent buying all of her records but I think think the first hip hop album I may have bought might have been The School by the Fugees I think Right 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 yeah. We used to be number 10 Now we permanently won in the battle lost my finger Mike became my arm pistol nozzle it's nasal Blood becomes my arm tell them what might be easy now squeeze this so much test why did you ever listen to their, their one before? Yeah, that? Blunt and Reality. Yeah. You know, them, your Mona Lisa. Yeah. Then I get a date on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, I just love and that tune. Like Buff Bath. Yeah, yeah, tunes. Oh my God. That tunes. album. Yeah. It's, it's quite underrated, isn't it? It is really yeah. underrated. Like, And I remember almost being. Okay, this is bad, and it's probably because I'm a dude. But <laughs> when um, the Fugees came out with Killing, when Killing Me Softly like took them to like next level or whatever, I remember sort of being one of those pricks. You know, that goes, "Oh my god!" Well, they I mean, sold out. Yeah, no, yeah, it was like that. I knew it. I knew it. I think it's. I Have know. What, I know time? what hip hop fan you are. <laughs> Double or what? Telling everyone they've actually got. An album before. Yeah. Have, yeah. You, heard, have, have you heard Blunted and Relative? Well, you're, yeah. not, you're not actually a Fuji's no, 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 fan. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like that. I was one of them. Arsehole. Killing me softly, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then you're just like, oh no, actually, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, song. exactly. Because I bet you took it to the bridge, didn't you? Best <laughs> 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 Hey, man, what's your favorite hip hop album? Do you have a favorite hip hop album of all time? 
It's a difficult question. It I is realize. a very difficult question. I've juggled this. I think it's between Low End Theory by Tribe and the miseducation of Lauren Hill. She says in her Lauren Hill T-shirt. Yeah. But um, I just love that record so much because I know some people can look at it and be like, "Well, is it really a hip hop record?" It's like, well, it is because to this day. Some of Lauren Hill's bars are harder than anybody yes. that would bring out a record like yeah. now, or at least from the past 20 years. Baby girl, respect is just a minimum. Niggas fucked up and you still defending them now. Lauren is only human. Don't think I haven't been through the same predicament. Let it sit inside your head like a million women in Philly pen. It's silly when girls sell their souls because it's sin. Look at where you be in. Hair weaves like Europeans. Fake nails done by Koreans. Come again. There was so much hurt and so much anger so much honesty in that album that I listen to it at least like at least twice a week I listen to it yeah like all the way through and then what happened with her well this is a very interesting question she's currently on tour right yeah and I'm going to be seeing her in London she's coming she's doing a show in December yeah and a good mate of mine name just dropping from the sky my mate Emerald big up Emerald Um, Emerald is (laughs) MIA's tour DJ and MIA's been supporting Lauren right and um, I was supposed to go and see them when I was on holiday recently in New York. Yeah. Um, but apparently Lauren takes her time, you know, to get on stage. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've, that's, I think that's been a consistent thing, hasn't it? Like yeah. in the press. So apparently if she's coming on, if she says she's coming on at seven, I'm not getting to the venue until like half eight. Well, I went to see her because um, her and Nas did a tour in the States. And like, it was like half an hour Nas, half an hour Lauren Hill, half an hour Nas, half an hour Lauren Hill. Then they came on together and did If I Rule the World and then everyone went mad but um, Lauren Hill she had a full band like Nas was just like I don't know if he I can't remember if he had like a full band or he's just like a dude anyway he's killed it like just bang 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 and then Lauren Hill came out and everyone fucking lost their minds because I think I went to see the uh, was it Hollywood Bowl or whatever and most people I think were there for Lauren Hill and she just did like this weird she did like a weird version of it so that you could hear all the the, hear the melody the music, yeah the melody right so you're sort of like oh fuck yes and then it started and you're like oh shit this is a bit like a different version like, like artists do that but she did that for every single tune and it got to the point where like people were like oh man I could quite like to hear the original on this I've, but, been, I've been hearing that yeah. so I'm bracing myself for December because you I mean you never know what she's going to do because the last time I saw her was um, at the Indigo 2 that smaller venue yeah what was that like um, do you know I genuinely genuinely really enjoyed it like she did like she sped things up a little bit right so she did a version of X Factor which was like you know it was like a little two step yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> rather than like the heart wrenching ballad that we know yeah um, but like vocally she done the best I'd heard her in Right. Ages. But that's the thing, you never know what you're going to get with her, but I just don't want to not know, I just don't want to miss the opportunity to see her live as much as I can, because yeah, you just yeah. never know what's going to happen. Yeah, and you then know? you don't want to miss that show where they go, fucking hell, that was the one. She, she's like, back. She's, yeah, yeah, she's exactly. never going to do it like that again. So December, uh, <laughs> December 2nd, I think it is, I'm, I'm bracing myself. No pressure, yeah. Lauren. No, no yeah. pressure. Because I, mean, I know she listens to this podcast. She does, actually. You're, yeah. saying, you're saying it very like as if she doesn't, but she does. Okay. I'm pretty sure if, well, if she does, she's going to be pretty pissed off about what I said about her live show. Okay, so Lauren Hill and then Tribe Called Quest Low End Theory. Yeah. Why do you prefer Low End Theory to like Midnight Marauders? That's or? a very good question. For me personally, I think the beats are better. Right. I, I personally think and yeah. I think it's an emotional thing it's an emotional attachment thing yeah. it's just one of the first records that I remember listening to and I love Butter yeah. Butter's like my, my favourite favourite song right, 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 right. I love how he, 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 like, he reams off all the women's names all that. Yeah. It's, it's, very, it's actually quite a misogynistic song yeah. but I just really like it yeah. I was a stone cold lover you couldn't 
tell me that Settling down with one girl Wasn't trying to hear that I had Tanya, Tamika, Sharon, Karen, Tina, Stacy, Julie, Tracy Used to love them, leave them, skeeze them, tease them, find them, lose them Also abuse them My whole attitude is new day, next hunt And believe it or not, they all got done Misogyny can, misogyny can be fun. I mean, well, <laughs> that uh, another topic of debate that can be made. <laughs> no, there's no debate. Let me sure. let me be clear. I, I don't it think it's fun. Oh, there's no, no that's not. Uh, I was saying that's where you Misogyny go. is not fun. <laughs> no. but annoyingly, when there's a great melody underneath it, you can get temporary and am- uh, tempor- uh, what's it? Temporary amnesia. Yeah. Spe- is, yeah. Speaking of misogyny, yes, I uh, read a thing recently. That gaslighting is something that almost all men do. Oh, yeah. What's gaslighting? Well, there you go. That's exactly why your wife needs to be afraid. <laughs> so I don't... I Look, I'll be honest. I'm not 100% sure I know what it is. But I think it's when... You guys can correct me if I'm wrong on this. Well, I, I won't because I don't know what it is. Yeah, but you can, like, have a think okay. about what you think. Come on, come on with the explanation. I'm waiting. So I think it's... Oh, God, that was scary. I'm waiting to be gaslit or maybe not. <laughs> So I think gaslighting is when a bloke, like, sort of uh, promises things and says things, and then when he's checked on that, says that he never said that, or, you know, he, like, leads somebody on and then, like, makes the other person feel like they're going crazy when actually he'd been, he has been doing this, and it's a form of manipulation. Have I got this right? That, yeah, you're in the right arena, because, I, mean, be, I mean, to be fair to your, to your sex, it's Species. not just blokes that do it. It's mostly blokes, I mean. But, I mean, yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's just be honest. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like say, saying things to sort of provoke and to sort of get someone into a safe space and be like, actually, no, oh, no, you're nuts. Like I, I've all, you know, from my first experience with, with men, yeah. I think the easiest and reductive thing a man can do um, is to call you crazy when you call him out on his bullshit. Right, and right. I've said this to my male friends, and like, and they've whispered like, "Clary, you're right," and I'm like, "Fucking knew it." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I've seen it with like with my with my girlfriends and like you know their partners. It's just it's just a thing that happens. Isn't I it? think my it's wa- getting a bit deep now, isn't no, it? No, it's yeah, good. Like it's it. good. This is what the podcast is about. I think my wife is hearing gaslighting me. Because, right, whenever I say something that she doesn't like, she says to me that I'm mumbling. <laughs> and I, I'm not fucking mumbling. And like, it's like her way of going, repeat yourself if you've got the fucking balls, mate. Did I stutter? Yeah, exactly. So anyway, <laughs> Lisa, if you're listening, fucking step it up. Uh... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot... We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What are you, uh, do you have any issues with hip-hop? Oh, gosh. I mean, yeah, the misogyny is, 
I think that's that's going to be an ongoing thing. I've you know I've heard your other your other podcast guests say the same thing, but mm. it's it's true. But I think one of my biggest issues at the moment is with with female rappers or like the culture around female rappers because to be, again, to be fair, they can get gaslit, and I'm actually guilty of doing this. To be fair, because I call it the, the there can only be one theory. Yeah. So at the moment, obviously, Cardi B, let's say for example, is popping. Yeah. And let me say, Invasion of Privacy is one of the, is one of the best kind of. And again, she's not trying to come come through like she's you know. She's not a lyrical like Moss Def or, or yeah. whoever. Yeah. But for for the lane that she's trying to be in, in that hip hop pop. Yeah. You know, um, I guess like world. She smashed it. It's a great record right. from start to finish. I I love it. See, this is what I'm guilty of, right? Because um, I've like I follow you on Instagram, yeah. and I very much respect your views and opinions on stuff. Mm-hmm. And you are you have an ability that I don't, which is well, you're much better at this than I am. Which is to go. This is the channel. This is what. This is the type of record this person is making, right? Mm. And within that, that is a great. record record whereas I am like I'll listen to Cardi B and go well that rap is not very good so and you say you dismiss it I mean there's an eye roll there from Clara oh, there's an eye roll and a neck roll yeah 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 <laughs> so that is my issue do you know what I mean uh-huh. so like so like Catherine Ryan do you know Catherine Ryan um, so, I love Catherine so, so Catherine is like a massive Cardi B fan and we're constantly I say we constantly argue we probably discussed it twice but um, she's like she's like Cardi B is amazing and I just haven't I don't know. I just haven't recognised her. I, I, I genuinely think she's brilliant. But I mean, again, it's gender wars up in this bitch. But um, <laughs> I do think, yeah, I do think women, all the women I know, like love her because I first became aware of Cardi B when she was an Instagram sensation. That's right. how she became famous. Yeah, yeah. She'd make these funny little Instagram videos about, you know, working the strip club and like how to treat men who are treating you like shit. Like one of her favourite lines is, black a nigga number. <laughs> if, if guys just get in the black a nigga number. Um, I can say the N word free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Go two can't. No. Um, <laughs> love it. Um, <laughs> and because of that, she ends up being on Love and Hip Hop, which is a really problematic yes. reality TV show, which yeah. I had to stop watching because I literally couldn't deal after a while. But she broke out from there. And I think seeing her on that journey to what she's doing now is amazing. And the album, honestly, from start to finish, it's just a really good listen. Yeah. And so going back to like what we were talking about, yeah, about sure. problems in hip hop. Yeah, mine is that there, there can only be one theory. So obviously, Nikki, uh, Cardi B's popping. Look, it's already slipped in. Everyone's like, oh, I bet Nikki's mad. Yeah. But Nikki's pressed. And you can, you know, there's, they've had a little back and forth, like in the media. They've even done a tune together. But you can tell, you can tell Nicki Minaj, like, clearly is fuming at Cardi B's popularity. And Nicki Minaj is a sick rapper. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen her live. And as we know, hip hop shows live can, can really be, like, you know, Take it or little, what's the, yeah, take it or what, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, Hit or miss. Yeah, that's it. Hit or miss, thank you. Uh, So you can't do puns, but you can tell me how to talk properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do Um, like old fashioned phrases. Hit or miss. Um, But I remember remember seeing uh, Nicki Minaj at Hampstead Apollo a few years ago, and she was brilliant. Her diction live, sick. So, so, so good. But yeah, you know, it's this thing of like, well, who do you you think's better, Nicki or Cardi? It's like, well, maybe I can like them both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How about that? Because I'm sure, yeah, like the Nas and Jay Z beef days or whatever or like remember like Cannabis and LL Cool J that oh was my low. god that was low but it was it, it was it was a sort of like who thinks better but it wasn't about like and who thinks prettier and da 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 but it's just it's so juvenile this theory of like there can only be one great female rapper yes, yeah. where there's there's so many sick ones there's yeah. so many sick ones like do you remember um, that ladies night tune so it's like Debrat yes. yeah, 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 Missy yeah. Elliott yeah. Kim like sick 
yeah. amazing and you just you wouldn't get that as much now I mean like it, there's bit, there's bits happening like Lady Leash on like Lioness and I think Miss Banks like did a tune together yeah. that is the DSB like the dark skin bitches tune it's called a sick I'm a dark skin ting red lipstick man I rock what I want don't business certain man wanna move district when a mum's darker than me let me sip sip <laughs> nah I'm not gonna stand for the disrespect when I should be getting raised up but yet you wanna diss me cause I have my skin set man miss me with all your anti-dark detail let's be honest your comments they can't mean well meanwhile you can handle that we go oh look there's an angry black female but like you just don't see that as much because there is a thing of like yeah there can only be one and that is an issue that annoys I me I did a Sunday brunch and Lady Leisha was on it she's wicked um, do you know who she made friends with best Ooh. friends with Giles Brandreth Who's that again? Giles Brandreth is... How do you describe Giles Brandreth? Presenter. Yeah. He used to be a Tory MP. Did he speak? Back in the day. Oh, that guy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, like, bright jumpers. Yeah, yeah. They're, like, best mates. Wow. What, hanging out? I know. I've got a black friend now, guys. Because you know that's what he was thinking. Yeah, he got a black friend and then he started bringing out all these fucking racial slurs and that. Just going, that's okay now. I'm mates with Lady Leisha. Yeah. I agree with you. I do get that point. And there's sort of parallels, actually, in comedy because, like... Um, when like I started doing stand up and then like Nish Kumar started doing TV, people would go to me, oh, oh Nish is, uh, saw Nish on Mock the Week, how do you feel about it? I don't feel anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I hate him as much as I do white comics. <laughs> and meanwhile, Paul Chaudry's at home crying as well, like, <laughs> fucking hate both of them. They can only be one! But I know exactly what you mean, right? yeah. I know exactly what you mean. The misogyny, mm. um, do you think that hip-hop gets a, a raw deal in terms of the misogyny in hip-hop is folded into whether you should listen to it or not when other forms of entertainment get like a bit more of a pass or do you think that's oh, yeah. an excuse? I mean, well, it, it's it's loads of things in hip-hop. It's misogyny, it's violence, it's drug-taking. Any topic in hip-hop that I've heard, you know, sang about in, in rock music yeah. or even in summer house music or whatever it's it's totally ignored yeah mm. but like and, and like we don't want to say it's a racial thing but it is because it's like it's when people hear the word hip hop they hear the word black and there's and I think there's a fear there hence why yeah when you worked in sunglasses like don't want to go on about it yeah. like you know the list, the customers think it's scary like I yeah. used to DJ in a well known high street um, uh, shop like every yeah. Saturday afternoon and it was kind of kindly advised not not to play like kind of hip hop or to play like friendly hip hop so you know you could play like I don't know Arrested Development yeah yeah like yeah, like everyday people or whatever yeah. or you could play Jump Around although technically Jump Around has got some very contentious lyrics yeah I know, I, know, I, know, I know I'm smacking the hoe I know I know, know. alright okay but your auntie Debbie loves it at wedding reception great but I just I feel there is yeah there's a lot of hypocrisy around what rappers can get away with recording compared to, you know, what what rock musicians can. I, I, yeah. I, I find that kind of annoying. Um, but are there other are there records that like so for example our go to thing is always like doggy style mm. that you, it's very difficult to listen to. It ain't <laughs> no fun, for example. I mean uh, can you completely distance yourself from like <sighs> that's a good question because yeah, do you know, my friend's been talking about this a lot. I mean it's not uh, he's not a hip hop artist, but R and B wise, see someone like R. Kelly. Yeah can't deny R. Kelly has got tunes. Yeah. He's a very, very talented guy. But after I watched that documentary about him, I can't purposely go and listen to him now. Yeah. I just can't do it. But then, I don't know, if one of the tunes comes on the radio, am I going to pretend that it's, it's not great? I can't, I, I can't do that. But um, Have you yeah. listened to that? Have you listened to that? 
admissions. Oh yeah, is it called I confess or something? I, I, I admit. Like, it's called I admit. I admit. Yeah. And isn't it like it's nineteen minutes long, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Because yeah, I think I got through the first sort of like eleven with my mate on holiday about a few weeks ago. That's what happened to me, right? So a mate <laughs> yeah. of mine went, "Oh my god, R. Kelly's just done this song." I admit it, right? Where he goes, "I think it might be madder than trapped in a closet." So I was like. Okay, and it's like a 90-minute song, and I had exactly the same thing as you, where I was like fucking buzzing to listen to it, because I think finally he's going to admit like the basement shit, like, do you know what I mean, like mm, all of this, mm. like the prisoners and all this shit. Yeah. And then like the first stuff was just about how he can't read an auto key properly and stuff like that, and you're just like, fucking wow. hell, get to the, <laughs> get get to to the, the real yeah, shit, do you exactly. know what I mean? And then I gave up. I, d I don't think I made it even as far as 11 minutes. Yeah, I, just, I was just a bit like, you know what, it's a bit too little too late, because that documentary just exposed him like fully yeah so it's just like well I, yeah but he's still got his fans so only whatever. r kelly would go i've done some fucking unbearable horrific shit i'm gonna make a tune yeah Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but he but he's he's got enough people around him yeah that just you know that worship him that just kind of keep him afloat so and it's you know like yeah it's 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 just it's just really um Unfortunate is the word. Yes, that so, I'm going to use. Sorry, but yeah, I so digress. there is there is a line that you won't cross with regards to listening to people. I've, I've, yeah, I think yeah, there there is. There is. I just I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's tough because oh god, I don't know how to describe this now. You really put me on the spot. Sorry, the sorry, world. sorry. No, sorry. no, it's fine. But um, I think I, I think it's case. I think it's case by case. Okay, so it's let person me... by person. So give me some names. And no, no, no. I will tell you yeah. why. It's only because I just we just did. I just did a podcast little mini episode where it's just me ranting in the garage, right? And one of the things that I started talking about was, you know, Nas has just dropped a new album, right? Yeah. And whatever you think of the album is irrelevant, but... I know what you're going to say. But, yeah. You the Khaleesi interview. Yeah. yeah. So, so I... So the thing for me is, this is my... This is, like, basically... I mean, I'm not as tuned into the media maybe as I should be, but, like, Khaleesi came out with this thing, this story about how Nas was abusive during their relationship, and when Rihanna uh, came out with the Chris Brown stuff that she thought, oh shit, maybe I should come out and like, you know, explain what Nas did to me and then decided against it. And then she sort of did this interview where she's like, I don't give a fuck, I'm just going to come out of it and say it, right? And Nas sort of didn't respond, really. He, did, I, I think... The so he said nothing. Yeah. The only thing I think I've seen him do, or that I've read that he'd done, is like some tweets that had come out in support of him or something like that, right? Like that sort of... That, that sort of under, Yeah, that sort oh, of... Like when, side note, when Lewis Hamilton was mocking his um, nephew yes. for wearing a dress right? and then put out this apology but then was liking all the tweets of people like, at him being like, oh, Lewis, it's PC gone mad. People are too insensitive. It's just like... And then you get on the front of a magazine yeah. like wearing are a you, kilt to say Are sorry. you apologetic or are you not? Do you know what I mean? It's fucking... By the yeah. way, I didn't realise this, right? Yeah. Lewis Hamilton fans are fucking militant because I did a tweet about Lewis Hamilton off the back of that just like something about finally something in interesting about Lewis Hamilton right and the fucking abuse I got man it was Amazing. mad I had to come off Twitter for a bit like Lewis Hamilton fans don't give a fuck they mate. are proper stands oh proper. mate proper. it was unbelievable <laughs> they can come for me next bring it out <laughs> <laughs> so with that situation yeah. what's your what's your take on that um, yeah, because I'm a massive Khalees fan. Right. And I was a massive fan of them as a couple. Because like, yes. they were like the old Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, because I love Jay-Z and love Beyonce. Yeah. But they had that thing where it was just a little bit more like, nah, like, this is us. Yeah. Yeah, like, we shag in public. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's a bit nuts. I'm a bit nuts. Like, they were sick. But I genuinely believe that Khalees wasn't lying. Like, she has no reason to lie. Yeah. Khalees is golden. She's having a great time. Like, yeah. you know, she's in a very sweet spot of her career. And everything she said really seemed 
totally legit. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I haven't listened to the new records. Like, honestly, really? Yeah. No, okay. I, I couldn't do it. Right, right, and right. It's, and it's a shame because I'm sure I, I heard great things about it. I heard the production was sick. I heard he sounded better than he ever has. But I, because of the timing of it, I just I couldn't, I felt weird doing it. So well, I, I mean, no, what I would say is if you've heard that, I, I would argue that none of those things are true. I mean, the album's not great. I is have it not? listened to it. I didn't think it was all right. It was so all it's all that. Kanye, isn't it? Yes, right. it is, yeah. Seven <laughs> tracks. That one. The new seven track philosophy. Right. Oh, uh, Push T record, though, Daytona. Oh, my God. That so album. Good. Oh, my God. So good. It's one of my favourite albums of the year. It's so good. It's the wicked. only thing I don't like about it is their decision to put that on the cover. I think, oh, I think yeah, the Whitney, the Whitney, uh, Whitney the Houston bar, bar yeah. Yeah. thing. It's so mad. Yeah, because... Well, like, has, he, has he presented a case for why? He hasn't, because no. it wasn't his idea. It was Kanye's idea. Kanye thought it would be like a an interesting thing to do. Nah, poor taste. It's just fucking rank. Mm. Poor taste. It's really bad. Yeah, not good. Can I just say, on social media, you're so good. Oh, you're like thanks. one of my favourite people on social media, man. You know, I, I do my bits. Um, when you were listening to the new uh, Beyonce Jay-Z album, you just basically, it's like being at a live listening party with me. <laughs> I just, I, it's just something I like. You were so, it was such unbridled joy and excitement. <laughs> it was amazing. It was so I, good. Listen, I just, I'm here for the Carters. Although it's funny because a couple of my friends who are really big fans before have been like, oh God, I'm so over those to now but it was so exciting so I've gone to the show because um, I've gone to the first on the run actually in Paris Yeah, they did a few years ago so I went to on the run 2 um, which was at the old Olympic Stadium and it was a it was a wicked show but annoyingly I didn't go to the show where they announced that the album had dropped right, right, right. but I just happened to be up yeah. like that night so I just lis- I literally listened to it like not like non-stop to about 1am because uh, I couldn't sleep that night anyway and I was yeah. just I was chilling um, but I, I genuinely really liked it I, I think I don't want them to do another one together I think they should just leave it at that okay Okay. It's like the end of a trilogy, isn't it? So you got Lemonade, you got 444, you got Everything Is Love. Yeah. Perfect. Look, look, it makes like, oh my god. Deep yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing the rock sign right oh, now. It's, so very, you got the three it's really, there we it's go. really nice. Oh, see, look, they're so clever. Yeah. Always working. Yeah. Um, you could theoretically you could do that with any three albums, though. But can, but you know, but Ramesh, it's clever. Can you just let me live, please. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, um, but no, I really enjoyed Everything Is Love. I think I thought the production was really cool. Do you like it? Because when you listened to it at the time, yeah. like, you were like buzzed. And you, you did give good, like, proper critique on yeah. the stuff as you listen to it, which is very difficult, mm. you know, to go... Because so many times you listen to an album and the, the tracks that you like immediately are not the ones that you grow to love later on and mm, blah, blah, mm, blah. Mm. Do you feel the same way about it that you did when you were first listening to it? Or, Just uh, about, actually. I think, um, I think, I clearly, I generally do think that she outwrapped him on the record. <laughs> it's like Beyonce's rap record featuring yeah. Jay-Z. Yeah. And you can hear the sort of power shift um, in it. He's had to kind of take a humble backseat. Not A, because he got, like, obviously baited for, like, cheating on her. Yeah. Because, <laughs> how could you? Um, but because I think Beyonce sort of come into herself now. She's been like, yeah, I'm me. It is an incredible yeah. thing, dynamic, that's happened with her coming out with, like, sort of calling him out on his cheating. Yeah. And then him doing that album and sort of just going, oh, I'm really fucked up or whatever. It's amazing, mm. right? It's like- like, in terms of, like, soap opera level kind of shit... It's unbelievable, do you know what I mean? Like, it just feeds into their whole thing, doesn't it? No, for sure. You but, can hear the sort of humble pie in like, yeah. all of this. All, like, even when there's that one tune, he's like, it's Beyonce. He just says it like that. You're like, all oh, right, wow. Okay. okay. Like, he's, just, he's just happily taking a backseat. And, yeah. and you can just hear it. But I, I think it's a really, I do think it's a really decent record. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, you, you've interviewed him, haven't you? I have. Good guy. Scariest moment, one of the scariest moments of my life. But wicked. No, he, he was lovely. You yeah. are, you are, you come across as a, and because you are a supremely confident person. Do you get? Do you get? Were you genuinely like shitting yourself? Uh, do you know what I was? But and the thing is, I I'm usually quite chilled with people. Yeah. But the thing is, look, I think you learn in any job in sort of like entertainment or whatever. Everyone's just trying to get on with it and do, and do their jobs. But that was one of the like one of the first moments in in a while that I've been like, oh my god, it's Jay Z. So before we interviewed him, or I interviewed him, we had to go downstairs. We're at Maida Vale, like the famous BBC um, studios. I had to go downstairs and like meet him and like all of his crew. And he'd had this room like specifically sort of draped and it was, um, it had like an air diffuser in it, like pumping out lavender smells. <laughs> there was like, assorted teas, yeah. fruits, everything. And, like we, we had a nice little chat and yeah. like, yeah, the, the conversation was cool, man. Like it's one of the things that, you know, I've got to remember. I think doing the show that I do in, in its time, I can't be going in with him being like, okay, right, so, you know, can't like the hustle. Yeah. Let's go like bar for bar. Yeah, 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 what did yeah, this yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's like you can't be like you know. I I have got specialist tastes as well as like popular taste, but I'm not a specialist DJ. Yeah. So you know, I had to kind of go and talk to him and like I guess um, a more open entertainment. You, that level, interview, is, yeah. that interview's got to be appealing to the layman, basically. Yeah, but right? yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's and you know, that's not always a, that's not always a bad thing. And like you know, because I'm sure he, he could talk to the cows come home, like you know, with like with Semtex, big up Semtex. Yeah. About his back catalogue, or like, or like an Elliot Wilson or whatever. But then I think my whole thing was like, okay, I want to know about how you feel like being a black man in America, raising yeah. like black children. Yeah, sure, he's rich, but still, yeah. he's lives in Trump's America. And like, is Blue Ivy making you sing Frozen? <laughs> Which I found out she, like, you know what I mean? And it was, it was so surreal, but he was, he was a wicked guy. Did it put you off how incredibly softly spoken? I mean, he sounds... He like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's mad. Where, did, that, did that happen before or after the Letterman interview? Have you seen? This happened, I, um, I suspect yeah. he recorded it before Letterman, because right. his, his hair had grown a little bit. Because yeah, you know, you know right, he's working yeah, out yeah. at Lafro now, yeah, yeah, yeah. and his hair had grown, so I reckon he did Letterman, maybe, I guess maybe... A, a month after right chatted, right right I okay think. Yeah. Um, and did you watch the Letterman interview? Thing? I still need to sit down and watch it properly. I've only seen clips. Have you seen I'm it? I'm saving it for, no, a, for a special day. So it's good. Right. Letterman, I'd be interested to know your take on it. So Letterman is obviously a legend. Yeah. Interviews Jay-Z, who comes across very, very well. They talk. Letterman tries to push him on the cheating during the interview. The interview's good. It's worth watching. And Jay-Z comes across brilliantly, right? But... They make this weird decision. I don't know what I'm talking about this, but it pissed me off. They, they made this decision to cut it mm. with this film where they went to Rick Rubin's house. Now, I understand going to Rick Rubin's house because there's Not some... Not with him, though. But I just don't understand. Like, every, you'd be chatting to Jay-Z and then it would cut to David Letterman just going and chatting to Rick Rubin and then going watching some girl sing in his studio. It's fucking insane. The decision to Two do that. Shows. If you guys can watch it... Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'm gonna and watch then let it. me know what you think. I'll tweet you my thoughts. Great, great. great. Thank you. Thank you, Cara. Okay, listen, we need to uh, wrap up, but uh, what I want to ask is, what are you listening to now? Oh, at the moment. Yeah, honestly, the Pusha T records. Yeah. I just I just really, really enjoyed it. Things, I've been a fan of clips like forever because, again, that's probably one of my introductions to hip-hop um, was my older brother Andy was obsessed with clips. Yeah. And I still listen to Lord Wiley, Wiley and Willing, whatever you want to call Lord Willing. Yeah. I still listen to it. And I've just followed Pusha's career like since then and he's just been consistently good. I don't think he's ever put out a bad record. I mean, obviously, there's, there was a whole Drake issue yes. which made the listen that much juicier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I just... I just 
do you think it's one of the best hip hop records I've heard all year? Me too. Yeah. I think it, it, it could be, I do think it might be my album of the year. That it, it, it might be so okay. far. Might be. It's great. It's a good album. I love it. I don't know how I feel about the seven track thing, but with Pusha T, every track is... All killer, no filler. Ah, exactly. Uh, Clara, <laughs> what are you up to at the moment? At the moment, so obviously doing the radio, yes. um, I'm going to be going on Celebrity, and I say that loosely about myself, uh, MasterChef. This is the <laughs> sickness. So can you... How the fuck did this come about? Honestly, I, I almost don't know. Like the, the universe is a bizarre place, but I have to say, the reaction to me telling my mates, and I guess like people that like follow me mm. or whatever was just I was genuinely quite surprised by it because again like yeah as, as we've discussed I've interviewed Jay-Z yeah. I've done some you know proverbially coolest coolest shit girl Marsha oh my god that's sick Dan <laughs> no no we're rooting for you we're so excited can't wait so uh, yeah August 23rd it kicks off on BBC One that's so good um, man. and my heat's quite funny because it is a lot of random people but like you know it's, it's all about that apron uh, what's, your, what's your cooking like? Um, I cannot confirm or deny how my cooking is. you got <laughs> oh to wait God, and see. Uh, I wonder why that is that people react like that. I think it's because it's sort of MasterChef is like, feels like an establishment program. Do you know, do you know what I mean? It, like, it really is. So you're sort of like properly like going to the next thing. We've just found out that Sean Walsh, uh, do you know Sean Walsh? Oh God, comedian. remind me, remind Sean me. Sean Walsh, comedian, uh, long hair. It's just been confirmed to do Strictly Oh, yes, dancing. the blondy brown, blonde yeah. brown hair guy. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. And that's blown our minds as yeah. well. But that's what I mean. It's, and I think it's one of those things where, like, because I've, I've been asked to do a lot of, like, reality TV. Yeah. Like, you name it, I've been asked. And right. I politely, I politely declined. Yeah. But this is the one I was like, you know what? It's, it's come work. on, it's yeah. Master Chef, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, everyone has grown up watching it. Yeah. Human beings, we all love to eat. Yeah. We all love to watch people eat. So yeah. I thought, let me just... Let me just say, Who are yeah. the other celebrity? Um, so in my heat, I've got um, Stella Parton, who's Dolly's sister, who ah. is the loveliest, sweetest woman you How will ever meet. Um, I, I don't know, but she is the personification of Southern Charm. She's right, just right. lovely. Uh, Lisa Maxwell used to be in The Bill. Yeah. He's, he's lovely. Um, AJ, who's, who's one of the dancers from Strictly. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh, who else is in my heat? I've literally gone blank. God, that showbiz. Uh, <laughs> we can drop in a robot sure, voice in the names. Yeah. Um, well, listen, good luck with it, Clara. Pleasure. Um, you have been, what do you reckon, Rupert? Best guest ever? Right out there. Uh, was I better than Reggie Yates? Yeah. Oh, I'm so Easy. much better than Reggie. Take that, take and it, that. And he's late as well. <laughs> uh, Clara, thank you so much, absolute man. It's pleasure. been an absolute pleasure. We, look, we'd love to have you come back on. I would love Post to. Master Chef, and then, like, you know, we can, we can have a proper cook chat. You can debrief yeah. my, uh, my, yeah. my, my food. All Wicked. Right. Thank you so much. All right, bye bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns.